0: Welcome to Killer Kush Podcast, a podcast where we smoke.
1: Roy! Roy, 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 Roy!
0: And talk about killers, Caspers, and cryptids. My name's Nick. My pronouns are he, they. My name's Karn
1: Barn. My pronouns are Karn and Barn. Karn Barn. She and her. She, her. She her.
0: Have you uh, seen the video that is Iowa'n old ladies at the fair having the husband name calling contest?
1: Yes, yes, and it was like Rory! the bitch-in contest or something. Wasn't it? Yeah, there's like, also
0: one of those. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, or there was one that's like husband hollering, or yeah, like. Yeah, maybe I'll
0: use those those sound clips for this week's sound that of the would
1: week. Be really good,
0: Nick. Do that.
1: Roy Right, 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 right!
0: Thanks later, Nick.
1: Nick, please.
0: Please, please do it. Please, Claire. What you got going on this week?
1: I had a vision test today.
0: You had a vision test today. I did. How did you pass?
1: <laughs> An A plus. <laughs> um, my prescription got worse.
0: Oh no. Um,
1: yeah, and I said, like, bro, I got astigmatism. He said, yeah and i said the glasses don't help he said well it's not going away and i said w- but the glasses don't help yeah um and then he, when he was like looking in my eyes he fucking came up with his goddamn thumbs that like you know how like some do- like doctors like wear like fucking gloves before they come up and like touch your eyeballs like uh-huh. um just like bare fucking finger pulls my eyelid down
0: with it was just where his hands clammy
1: well like just a bare thumb i didn't see you even hand sanitize like a moment before (laughs) like you know like you go to the doctor and if they're gonna like touch your back with the stethoscope they're like still gonna hand sanitize their hands before touching you this guy i mean he was wearing a mask
0: he was raw dogging it though he
1: was raw dogging with his finger in my eye (laughs) and it felt violating huh yeah um That was an experience, and, but I was, like, in and out, and it was great, and they said, girl, hopefully this helps your stigmatism, but I don't know, and I said, okay. All
0: right. My mom has an astigmatism. Isn't it just, like, a misshaped eyeball?
1: I think so, and I was, like, well... I think it is. Probably. Well, and I was, like, is there anything they could do with the prescription that would help that because the issue like it, yeah, it's not they in my day shape
0: of the lens is how they fix okay. an astigmatism gotcha yeah because it like then reflects what the eye should be seeing
1: okay yeah and they also said i should get like anti-reflection lens coatings but yeah the reason why i have such an issue is just driving at night because the light that glare that like the star, star effect yeah I get that really bad and it's not that I can't read. Like I can read better with my glasses on and I wear my glasses almost all the time now. Mm-hmm. So like, and it, cause if I don't like I get headaches. So like I just wear them and like, yeah. I'm trying to, and, and like my prescription did need to be changed anyways within the year. It's been exactly a year since I had a vision test. Yeah. Um. But probably cause I'm looking at the computer literally all day. And he was like, every 20 minutes look away from your computer for 20 seconds. And I was like, I think i could do that
0: i feel like that doesn't do shit
1: <laughs> i know
0: for 20 seconds that does not do shit for your eyes if it was like five minutes maybe he
1: said it but every 20 minutes is kind of often so you're just like instead of just like looking at your screen which i like i can look at my screen literally all fucking day long so like just to like look like somewhere else just like for 20 seconds <laughs> like
0: he said be a part of reality for just 20 seconds know, said, every 20 grass, minutes
1: you dumb whore uh <laughs> <laughs> and then he touched my eyeballs with his fingers. <laughs> uh, I just didn't appreciate that part of
0: it. Yeah, I feel bad for you,
1: but I still gave them five stars on Google reviews.
0: Yeah, it'd be like that's I felt pressured
1: I... because they asked me to. Oh, really? Yeah, I said I can't give him four stars because he touched my
0: eyeball. You should have been like, got grubby fingers. Well, I was my just like, balls. maybe
1: that's standard. I mean, like my eye feels fine. No lasting effects from the grubby finger and like maybe they were clean maybe he okay, just uh, lasting them. emotional <laughs> effects though. i just like would have preferred a glove pulling down my eyelid it would have been so easy because like even like i don't pull down my eyelids like that because like not because of like wrinkles but like that's kind like sensitive
0: what if my eyeball falls out like,
1: i'm just like not pulling my eyes and like okay and i had to tell myself claire this is once a year we'll probably be fine if a stranger comes and touches your eyeball yeah. but i've just never had are you scared about your eyeballs Yeah, I. One of my biggest fears is going blind.
0: Oh. And
1: I hate eyeballs. Yeah. I hate
0: them. I hate that they're a delicacy in some people, like places.
1: Fuck, no.
0: Like, I get it. Like, eat the whole. If you're going to kill an animal, eat the whole animal, you know? Like, I get it. Sure. But it's also like, oh, like, the way they apparently, like, pop. Oh.
1: No. Oh. No. It's it's more just like thinking about my own eyes, or like, if in a movie, like, have you ever seen in a movie somebody push somebody's eyes into yeah. their thumbs that kind of shit ultimate nightmare yeah that that is my number one fear
0: uh, it's happened to pedro pascal a few times in the shows that pedro pascal played in like what game of thrones mm-hmm. and uh another one i can't remember the other one but yeah mm. just fun, fun. Just, I mean, not fun. You get to eat your eyes gouged out, but like, the to hear about how on the movies they do it is very cool and interesting.
1: Yeah, like how they do the sound effects and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Nasty. Um. Anyway. But how's how's your week been?
0: My week has been okay. Still, last week I know, I said, I want to bounce back. Fimbo bounced back but little do we know we're only recording this a mere 10 minutes later <laughs> you so <told> them. <laughs> I haven't bounced back yet but
1: I totally thought you were about to just like cold-blooded lie to them <laughs> and say that you bounced back and I said I'll- I'll go all right on. I'll take it <laughs> I was not going to argue. Here's me. Fuck yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> I bounced back, baby.
1: Fuck yeah, I did. I mean, honestly, like, not even long. I did have a vision test today, but it did make it sound like it was a different day, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I going with
0: it. Yeah, you've just lived a thousand I lives today. I committed to the bit. Yeah, you did. I did not. <laughs> I did
1: not. Nick spoiled the bit.
0: Uh, but... This is
1: why you will never be an actress.
0: Needless to say, I'll never be an actress. My life is falling apart. <laughs> uh... And yeah, I'm alive though, and that's all that matters. So, welcome to episode 59. We are reading out of a book called...
1: Unsolved Conspiracies, Plots and Deceptions That Have Puzzled the Greatest Minds by Bill Price. Thank you, Billiam. Thank you, Billiam. Billiam William Squilliam.
0: Hell yeah. Oh, we didn't do the session. We'll catch you on the session.
1: Bye-bye. Roy! Roy! Roy, 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 Roy,
0: And we're back, motherfuckers.
1: Who's yelling out there? I don't
0: know. Somebody's screaming outside right now. It's okay. They're probably fine.
1: Uh-uh. Um, We have some fun little stories this week. Some little
0: conspiracies.
1: Unsolved,
0: unsolved conspiracies. So, guess which, who's like, gonna crack them?
1: Most conspiracies, I would say, are unsolved.
0: Yeah, that's why they're conspiracy. So, I feel like it
1: doesn't need to be said unsolved, but like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. they're unsolved.
1: Yeah. Unsolved. Um, okay, so the first one that I I came across, and I was like, definitely gotta talk about that one. Yes. Um, was HIV created in a laboratory? Which, like. Honestly, I've never heard that. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: You've never heard that?
1: Yeah, and because it's new to me, I thought, how fun to read it on the pod.
0: Yeah, I say yes, but let's read and find out.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. That's fun. Like, that you have, you like, okay. Let's talk about it. So this is just a summary, but uh, ever since HIV was identified as the cause of AIDS, some conspiracy theorists have claimed that the virus was created as a biological weapon and a despicable means of control i believe it
0: <laughs> i believe it
1: a cure for hiv has yet to be found but in recent years a treatment has advanced to the point where it can be controlled with antiretroviral drugs so that the symptoms of aids do not develop in countries where such treatment is available, people who are HIV positive can now expect to live relatively normal lives and have an average life expectancy approaching that of people who do not have the virus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was very far from the case in 1981 when AIDS was first clinically observed in the United States. Then as... Then an increasing number of people, many of them gay men, had developed a range of symptoms caused by suppression of their immune systems. This left them vulnerable to secondary infections, which ultimately led to their deaths. HIV was first proposed as being the cause of AIDS in 1983. Once this had been established, it allowed medical science to begin the development of treatments in the search for a cure. The apparently sudden appearance of AIDS among the gay community led to questions about where the disease had come from in the first place. Medical science had a theory to explain its origin, but others came to different conclusions. Uh, So the AIDS epidemic, according to medical science, HIV evolved in central Africa, where at some point in the 1920s, a similar virus, which infected chimpanzees had mutated following it to cross the species barrier into humans. Then it slowly spread to other parts of Africa and further afield, but was not recognized as a scientific disease until the clusters of gay men with similar symptoms came to the notice of doctors in the United States. It took a long time for the disease to be recognized because it can take 10 years or more for HIV infections to develop into AIDS, and because once the disease has developed death is caused by secondary infections such as pneumonia, tuberculosis, rather than the virus itself. Sad, sad fucking shit. Mm -hmm. So uh, while the cause of AIDS remains unknown, space existed for all sorts of explanations of its origin to arise, which had little to do with medical science. According to some evangelical Christian groups, AIDS was God's punishment for homosexuality. uh, While others contended that it was not a disease at all and like they say that there's a separation of like medical science and church but also how many hospitals have you been to that are all fucking plastered with like crosses and shit yeah and i'm just like it wasn't very long ago at all that people like thought that yeah aids was a punishment
0: exactly by god exactly
1: huh
0: yeah it's crazy like like
1: my parents were alive during that like that's just like uh it's like one generation away or like
0: it's so close yeah it's so close it's crazy and like while aids is less prevalent today hiv is extremely prevalent today totally you know like it's it's still still not talked about much exactly and now we have prep which is like amazing an amazing resource but it's still like how accessible is that?
1: And it wasn't really talked about, at least like at my high school, like
0: yeah, they yeah. Talked
1: about contraception. They talked about like abstinence. You mostly, but like they they kind of like gave some more information than uh-huh. than some schools that I've heard about. But like I, I think it, it comes in in school and education too where i think that needs to to live especially conversations um in high schools and even middle schools yeah yeah middle because we started we sex ed in middle, s- well, yeah we
0: started sex ed in middle school right so we actually started sex ed in like fifth grade
1: same i think did you go to like robert crown or like one of those places where they teach you about it no it was like. It was our
0: gem teachers that would teach us about it, <laughs> mm. which was crazy.
1: They like talked to us about like periods. Oh. In like fifth grade, which is good because I got mine pretty fucking early.
0: Yeah. That sucks. Yeah.
1: But yes. Uh, people who had died of AIDS, they argued, had done so because of their lifestyle choices um, that had damaged their immune systems, not because they had contracted an AIDS disease. Such opinions persisted long after it had become clear that HIV caused AIDS, demonstrating that these views were based more on prejudice against those minority groups, most at risk for the disease, than on any sort of reasoned argument. The thing is, like, the punishment for straight couples that have sex is a baby.
0: Yeah, the punishment for gay people who have sex is death. Yeah. And these people's eyes. <laughs>
1: Pretty much. Um, so HIV as a bioweapon. Most conspiracy theorists accept that HIV is the cause of AIDS, but allege that it is developed as a bioweapon c- to control the populations of certain groups of people. Disproportionately high number of African Americans have contracted HIV, leading to speculation that the virus was intentionally designed as a means of deducing or eliminating the population of black people in the United States especially black queer people.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean that would be like the highest targeted. I agree, yeah. Group in the US arguably.
0: Mhm.
1: Forever a long time. Um so a similar theory exists in those parts of Africa where HIV rates are highest. Except this time it's seen as a western attempt to wipe out black Africans in order to take control of the natural resources of the continent
0: just fucking disgusting
1: i know they're like oh there's resources in africa that could be controlled by us if like millions of people were wiped out and they couldn't sustain like a government anymore and like we can take them over which like of course it's about them of course it's about making more money and resources and shit like that so it makes that like this is like so easy to believe
0: yeah yeah i I, i agree wholeheartedly
1: totally and, like, I don't know how far they get into, like, what backs this theory. But... Yeah. Do us, your own research. Take this all with a grain of salt. This is just one person's book. <laughs> Do your own research. Do your own research about it. Like, I'm not saying that this is true. This is just, like, interesting information that, like, so far has been factual. Yeah. Uh, And now I think... Well, the HIV is a bioweapon paragraph that I just started is where we start getting into the conspiracy. So everything up to this point has been pretty factual, yeah. but again, this is just one person's book. So don't hang yeah. me, don't say me. So the high incidence of HIV among gay men who could be from any race has explained away as the result of tests conducted by the U.S. government on what was considered to be another undesirable minority group. One argument against these theories is that the nature of HIV makes it highly ineffective as a bioweapon because it exhibits highly the opposite characteristics to those required. It could be contracted by anybody rather than afflicting a particular race or group. It spreads slowly and only under a particular set of circumstances. And it takes years before it progresses to the point of being fatal. In truth, it should hardly be necessary to raise such objections because the theories have all been comprehensively discredited by medical science. Even so, some have proved persistent. And these have dangerous consequences. One theory, for instance, suggests that HIV was intentionally spread in Africa through programs to vaccinate against a variety of infectious diseases.
0: Oh. oh. So they said it was oh. a vaccine. It was actually HIV. That's crazy. Hmm. That's very, that one story that I read about, the, the cyanide. Yeah. Or salpetio. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ooh, that's creepy. Um, if believed such a theory could result in people being put at risk of those diseases because they are afraid of being vaccinated against them, which like you should never make people fear against vaccination, but like clearly maybe they do have a reason to fear vaccination. If like this were to be found true. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's if it were to be found true, uh, So this demonstrates that while the majority of fabricated conspiracy theories are essentially harmless, those concerning the origin of HIV, which have no substance to them at all, can be very damaging and even have the potential to cause unnecessary deaths. Which is definitely true because people tend to believe what they hear, what they read, and if they're hearing about there being hiv and vaccinations in africa people are like, oh well the covid vaccine probably has hiv in it too that's why i'm not gonna get it and i'm not gonna get my baby
0: you dumb fuck
1: the polio vaccination just for fun because i think it's gonna give them autism it's like come on (laughs) no brenda
0: no brenda yeah
1: alternative theories there's like a little section about so uh, in 1985, the KGB began a campaign of disinformation known as Operation Infection, but spelled with a K. Oh, Infection, that's fancy. Uh, which was aimed at increasing anti-American feeling around the world. Hmm. Is the KGB Russian? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Through articles placed in newspapers in the Soviet Union and other communist countries, infection attempted to spread rumors that HIV had been created in the U.S. Army's former biological weapons research facility at Fort Derrick in Maryland. Uh, The articles reported the research of Jacob Siegel, a professor of biology at an Eastern German university, who claimed that HIV had been made by splicing together two other viruses. Despite his research being completely discredited, the Soviet Union campaign to publicize it may well have played a role in the proliferation of the conspiracy theories, which continue to be repeated today. Huh. And of course, people spread misinformation, starting. Yeah. Obviously, like you know, in the eighties and nineties, the and then so on.
0: Yeah, I do um, think, though, I think that. What happened was the government did do this targeted attack and they thought it would react faster than what it did. And when that didn't happen, that's when the drug boom happened. And they started targeting communities with fast-acting drugs that would become highly addictive and destroy their lives quicker as well as still spread HIV through the use of needles, you know? like
1: Totally, totally.
0: So it's just... I don't know. I I do think the government was involved, and don't come at me, government. But
1: whether they were they created the virus or not, they were involved
0: with some with a part of it. With, with either it, that not be creating accessibility, whether that not be you know like they were involved with it either way.
1: Spreading misinformation as well. like. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what like the CDC was saying about it? Was there? When was the CDC created?
0: I don't know. Let's see. CDC. Because who knows?
1: People, I mean, try and discount information that the CDC says all the time.
0: July 1st, 1946.
1: Okay. So if people cared about the information coming from them. I mean, I wonder, like, if even they were spreading misinformation about it because the CDC is so closely linked
0: to Apparently their first mission, the CDC's first mission, was to prevent malaria from spreading across the nation. Just interesting.
1: Hmm. Very interesting.
0: Yeah. They also worked with typhus and other infectious diseases as well.
1: Is that like typhoid, Mary? Roy! Roy, 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 Roy!
0: All right. All uh, right. You can find us on social media at...
1: Killer Cush.
0: Podcast? you you know where to find,
1: find us, us
0: at how many times can we say that you know where to find us at
1: <laughs> you know where to,
0: you know you know where to find us if you can't tell we're tired we're ready we're ready to zonk i want to eat food yeah we're hungry and sleepy and hangry so we love you we'll see you bye <laughs>